Hello everyone, I'm Lucien and welcome to the Discover China livestream. I'm at the Forbidden City, the physical and symbolic heart of China. It's one of the most historical places in the world and I've invited Miss Tan to guide us through. Hello. Hi Lucien. Hi everyone. Welcome to our museum. So Miss Tan is one of the very professional guides who works at the Forbidden City and she'll be showing us all around this wonderful place. Okay. So let's get started. Okay, let's go. So tell me a little bit about this place. Okay. Uh, uh, Lucien, uh, you know this temple was built in the time of the Qingming Dynasty? Uh, okay. 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 那我们的博物馆其实就是基于紫禁城而建成的它现在拥有一百八十六万件套的藏品在一九八七年的时候我们的紫禁城也被联合国的教科文组织列入了世界文化遗产的这个名录 uh, okay. uh, wow. okay, so that's so incredible what she's telling me is that this place is over 600 years old Right, Forbidden City is over 100, yes. 600 years old and it's got 1.86 million cultural and historical relics. That's incredible. But actually what's also very interesting is the, the recognition, the international recognition, because it joined, um, it was recognized by UNESCO as a World Cultural Heritage Site in 1987. So Miss Chan, can you please tell me a little bit about this magnificent hall? Okay, so this hall is called the Hall of Supreme Harmony. 那这个宫殿呢,主要功能呢,其实就是举行非常盛大的典礼,比如说皇帝的登基,皇帝生日,还有特殊的一些这个每年的一些节日。那你也看到了这个殿,它非常的大,那它是紫禁城最大的一个
animals. Yes, uh, this is crane. Mm -hmm. That was a tortoise. Okay. Uh, they are actually incense burner, 香呃这个焚香用的这个香炉. Then你看到他们的背上有一个小的盖子。啊，所以当这个节这个节庆到来的时候呢，人们就会把香放到他们的肚子里面。那那个烟呢，就会从他们的嘴里面飘飘出来，啊，营造一种这个非常神秘的这
Okay, so actually, wow, I didn't realize that. So this is, first of all, it's not the original, but also every time it got rebuilt, it got smaller. Yeah, so it right. smaller. Uh, uh, ah, so this version is from the late Qing Dynasty, uh, right? No, early, early. early sorry, Qing early Qing Dynasty. Yes. And it's over 300 years yes, old. Yes, yes, exactly. That's incredible. Actually, it really reminds me because it's made of wood, yes, right? Yes. It really reminds me of the um, the cathedral in Notre Dame mm -hmm. in Paris, and it was such a shame that it got burnt down. Yes. And so, actually, I'm very curious. What about any fire prevention measures? Mm -hmm. Do they have these here? Yes, they. You can. Here, there is a gun, right? Ah. Wow, because actually I come to a lot of these palaces and, and mm -hmm. temples and I always see these huge vats, but I didn't know what they're for. 对,那这个水缸其实就是用来储水的,那这个水呢,其实就是用来这个在大殿着火的时候可以及时的去使用的一个这个设施。Ah, uh, okay, so they would put loads of water in these, in these huge vats, right? But I know that Beijing gets super cold in winter. Yes, yes. Well, how do they keep it from freezing? Okay, this is, there's a, a small design over there. Uh-huh.它其实是底下呢,呃,你看到它底下有一个石座,那这个石座呢,呃,会有一个把手可以把它抽出来,然后呢,你把这个,呃,烧热的这个碳,呃,放进去之后,这个碳呢,就会让这个
Zhong means central and He means peace. Mm, yes, right. Yes. So together that means uh, central harmony. Yes, it's a very beautiful name. So what is it used for, and why is it so much smaller than the other two? Ah, uh, 那这个中和殿呢？呃，它是三大殿的第二个嘛。呃，那如果它也非常的大的话呢，你在你的视觉上呢，它会非常的压迫。那如果一大一小再一大呢，在你的视觉上也会有比较好的一个喘息的空间。Ah, okay, so that makes sense. So this is um. The center, the central hall. It's、mm -hmm. the second of the three,、mm -hmm. and because of its size, it actually makes the whole structure feel right. Yes. 呃，那这个中和殿它主要的作用呢，呃，就是呃是在这个大典前皇帝休息的一个地方。呃，那在休息的时候呢，他也会接受他身边的大臣，也就是近臣的一些这个朝拜。嗯哼。对。So this is very interesting because. It's like a like a sushi shirt. 对 ，yes. It's like a lounge, apparently. So the emperor, before the big ceremonies,、mm -hmm. right in this big hall here, yes, he would stay in there. He would、uh, rest and 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 get prepared. Yes. And he would actually take visits from the very close officials. Yes, yes, right? exactly. Okay, that's、yeah. super interesting. And actually, I see from the front and the back, it、mm -hmm. seems that there's windows on all sides. 没错，啊，这个中和殿它有非常多的这个墙和窗户，啊，那这样子的这个结构叫做明堂的这个形制，啊，象征着皇帝向明而治。Ah, okay. So it's a thing called Ming Tang. Ming Tang. What does that mean exactly? Ah,、uh, kind of like bright hall. You think、okay. if if you open all the windows,、mm -hmm. you can the 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 room inside will got very you know, bright. Ah, okay.、Yes. So as you can see from from the front and from the sides as well, it's fully enclosed by windows on all sides. And they use a word called Ming Tang, which means bright hall. So when all the windows are open. It's it's like a flood of light in there,、yes. right? It must be very fantastic. Yes. Should we go and have a look on the other side? Okay. 嗯，那像其实中和殿呢，它还有这个其他的功用，比如说这个皇帝在举行这个呃去仙农坛进行这个祭祀之前，他也会在这个中和殿去检阅他第二天要使用的这个种子和农具。Ah, okay. So that's very interesting. So not only is it used as a as a place for lounge, as a lounge, right? <laughs> But it's also a place that they would prepare to offer sacrifices.、Um, In the hopes of a good harvest, yes, right, yes. For, the,、uh, for 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 the farmers, yes. And actually, back then, I think most people were farmers. Yes, right. Absolutely. So this、exactly. would have been a very, very important.、Function. Very important. So, as we were walking up to the Hall of Central Harmony,、mm -hmm. I noticed this very interesting ball on the top. What's that all about? 对，这个呢叫做宝鼎，那它也是我们传统的这个官式建筑里的这个屋顶的一个形制。那你看到它其实是鎏金的，所以在这个太阳的反射下，它这样闪闪发光，非常的好看。啊 ，OK， so this is very interesting architectural piece there, and it's like this ball, and it kind of mirrors the sun, right? Yes, yes. Because it's gilded, so when the sun reflects on it, actually. Glints very beautifully. Yes, I've never seen anything else like that,、oh, spe really? especially not in this area. No, is no. it the only one?、Uh, yes, the only one in this area. Ah, super interesting. And now we're here, actually here at the third hall, right?、Yes. The final one. Yes. Okay. 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 Let me introduce some function of this uh hall. 那这个殿呢叫做宝和殿 ，the hall preserve harmony. 啊、uh, ，那宝和殿呢，它在明代的时候叫做这个谨慎殿。
，呃，所以呢，它其实是皇帝更衣服的一呃，就是更衣换衣服的一个地方，啊、呃，那到了清代呢，它变成了一个非常主要的一个宴会场所，啊、呃，所以呢，在春节的呃前夕，就是除夕，啊、呃，每年的除夕呢和正月十五，皇帝都会在这里邀请这个王王公和外藩大臣在这边宴会，那还有呢，在清代早期的时候，这里呢还曾经作为两位皇帝的寝居使用过。啊 ，OK，、嗯、so。This final hall actually had a few functions,、yes. right? So、uh, early on in the Ming Dynasty,、yes. it was a place for the emperor to actually change his clothes before he went to the big ceremonies、yes. in the first hall. Yes.、Um, and then in the Qing Dynasty, it changed a little bit, where it became the place where the emperor would have his big feasts. Yeah. Right,、banquet. where he'd invite his like the the top ministers, top officials, especially on New- Lunar New Year's Eve. Yes. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Okay.、Um, And also in the Qing Dynasty, it was also used for his residence. Yes, in the、right? early Qing Dynasty, early Qing. Dynasty. And also for his wedding. Yes. Do you know where exactly on the building he lived? Um, I think it should be the side part. Ah. So they are not living in the middle. Okay. Because、yes. that'd be a very big house, yes. right? Yes. So he lived in the side part. Yes. Okay. So then, what is actually the rest of the building used for then? Okay. Uh, uh. So, it 到了这个康熙啊，不是这个乾隆时期。嗯。这里呢，就作为这个科举考试这个殿试的这个考试场所啊，来使用。嗯。那这个呃，每当这个殿试之后呢，呃，在这里会产生这个科举考试的前三名，也就是状元、榜眼和探花。嗯。那这三位呢，是允许啊，当天从这个午门正中间的门。Wow. Okay. So there's a very、uh, there's a bunch of very interesting tidbits there. So one is that it wasn't just used as his residence, but it was also used as the location for the palace exams. Yes. They would actually sit inside and do their exams in there. Yes. Yes. My God. Okay. So the palace exams.、Um, This is a very, very interesting concept in China's history, where people, ordinary people, right,、mm-hmm. from anywhere,、yes. as long as they studied hard enough. Uh, they could pass an exam and actually become an official,、yeah. right? So you could just become an, from an ordinary person, rise straight up to the top. Yes, of course. Wow, you got the opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very interesting facet of Chinese culture and history,、mm-hmm. actually.、Um, and then what she also tells me is that the top three candidates、mm-hmm. would be allowed to walk through the Meridian Gate. The, yes. Right. Yes, and even the Central Passage. Ah, because there are there are a number of different passages in the in the Meridian yeah, Gate, right? Yeah, they have different functions. Okay. Yeah, so that the five gates are actually five gates. Ah ha. Ah, that the middle one, the largest one, is only the king can use. The other ones are all the nobles, the princes, the lords, 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 the princes, At the、uh, Meridian Gate, there's actually five doors, right?、Mm-hmm, yes. And the main, the central one, is for the emperor and his family. Uh, only emperor. Just for the emperor. Yes. Okay, so there's this one middle passage in the Meridian Gate, which is just for the emperor, and the top three candidates who pass the palace exam,、mm-hmm. they're allowed through as well. Yes. Yes. Wow. So that's even even a bigger honor than I even than I imagined before. Definitely. That's、uh, that's incredible. Can you imagine the feeling of of being able to walk through where、mm-hmm. where the emperor is walking through? That's incredible. Wow. What is? Oh my! Look how big that is. What's this? 
这个呢是我们啊、呃、院里面现在最大的一块大石雕。那你看到这么长的一块石雕呢，它其实是用一块石头雕成的。对。Wow, so you see this 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 section here? That's one single block of stone. Yes. Right. 对。那这块石头它其实采自这个北京郊区房山大石窝这个地方，离这个紫禁城呢有七十公里的一个距离，啊，那呃，你想它这个要怎么搬运呢？啊，其实就是在冬天的时候，他们在这个搬运的路上挖水井，然后呢把水泼到路上之后，水就会结冰，结完冰呢，他们把这个石头放在冰上，这样一点一点的拖到这个紫禁城里面来。That's very smart actually. Okay, so this huge Bit of、uh, stone, it would actually be quarried from a place about 70 kilometers away from the palace. And she tells me that in the winter they would move it in the winter by、um, by actually freezing up water on the roads. So they actually pull the pull the yes, stone over, yes, right? Yes, yes. And they would actually do the carving here. Yes, in the、right. in the Forbidden City,、okay. and it took about a month to bring the stone here. Gosh, yes, you can see the carving.、Mm -hmm. You can see nine dragons there playing with the ball. And what does the nine dragons represent? Ah,、uh, this is actually symbolizing what we say the Nine Dragons, the Emperor. Okay, so the nine, the number nine, actually re represents the emperor here, right? Yes, it's a very auspicious number. What about the ball? What does that represent?、Hmm. That's a very good question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll go find that out. Yes. Okay. Uh, we want to go and see some special things. Ah, that here, there are some things that are probably familiar to you. Some Chinese elements. Oh. Hey, you, you guess what we are going to see next? Oh, I really don't know. She's, she's telling us that we're going to go see something that I、uh, might be familiar with because it's a, a very Western thing.、Yes. But I really can't guess what it is. It's、What、actually it? the gallery of clocks. The gallery of clocks. Yes. Oh wow. Okay.、Mm. So let's、uh, so let's head over there, and we'll see you in a couple of minutes. Then, all right.
Lucen, 这里就是我们的钟表馆 Ah, the gallery of clocks Yes 那在钟表馆呢，有一位专家老师在等着我们呢。啊，郭老师，嗯，Lucen这位是郭老师。欢迎欢迎。Hello，hello，hello。那接下来我们就请郭老师带着我们来了解钟表馆里的藏品。Ok
，是大名鼎鼎。嗯，你只能在故宫看了，在别处看不到，因为它不能出去啊，复杂啊，不好带，不好运是吧？哎、对对对 so this this piece is you will never see this outside because it's so delicate. You can see how many different pieces there are. So they only display in here. 那呃，故宫到现在是怎么收收这些的呃钟表呢？现在这个故宫的钟表收藏呢，我们专门有专门的库房嘛，来、嗯、来来做，也专门的这个修复人员来对它进行修复。嗯、那么我们平常的展示呢，就是在这个我们这个钟表馆里面进行展示。所以现在在展示有几个？现在有一百多件。So there's a hundred here,、嗯、but there's one thousand five hundred altogether. Okay, that's very interesting.、嗯、so you can see, 特别是这个，就是有很多不同的风格，嗯、就是可能是故故罗嘛，然后这个大象是可能是印度来的嘛。对，这恰恰是反映了故宫钟表收藏的一个特点。实际上，我们说这个故宫的钟表收藏是东方文化和西方文化交流交融，这个交流的结果、嗯嗯。所以你在很多的我们故宫所收藏的钟表上，你都会看到西方文化。和东方文化，甚至西方文化和中国中国文化放在一起的这样的作品， uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. 这件东西就是很典型的。So this is very special because you can see it's actually like these、uh, Roman-esque style figures plus the, I guess, Indian-style elephant at the front, and that's very typical of the, of the clocks for the Chinese market, which put together Western and Asian culture together. Actually, it's also very interesting if you look at some of the, at the clocks. The timepiece is only a little, little portion of it of the greater structure. Um, 那你也可以解释一下为什么就是那个呃钟表那个部分就整体来说比较小。Oh, actually, like this. 这个这个是一个很典型的一个一个例子。就是那么大，但是那个呃钟表的部分就比较小。对，这也是中国钟表的一个特点。那在西方来讲，钟表是主要是计时的嘛。那么他非常重视钟表本身的这种精确性，所以到什么时候钟表是最主要的部分。但是钟表传入中国以后，就变成另外一个样子。他们更喜欢的是钟表的那种自鸣、报时，甚至自响。所以他会越来越多的关注到钟表以外的自动的机械呀、啊、音乐呀、啊、等等。所以你看到我们故宫里的收藏的钟表里面，基本上都有自动的报时。以及音乐，以及变动机械，嗯、比如说行人呐、啊、走船呐、啊、花开呀、啊、等等这些。啊，所、so, 以 ，I you know I asked him why the for for the China market the the clocks the actual watch face is so small and he says that it's more about the decoration and the and the the fun of it right because they have music they have little mechanical parts they're birds that move in and out so that's actually a very interesting aspect. 你可以解释一下这个吗？好。这件这件钟表实际上很典型的英国向东方市场，就是中国市场制作的一个、嗯、一个钟表。那么这件钟表呢是非常有名的英国的一个家族，叫威廉森家族，他们制作的，上面有名字、嗯。那么我们从这个钟表上，你去看出它可以从上往下分成这个四个部分。啊、那么最上面的部分呢是两个小人啊，他要转动，机械的转动要打开、啊，打开以后呢。有一个横幅就会写出来，就是祝皇帝什么万寿无疆，哇，就是 long live，OK， 就是这。那么下面这个这个小人，第一层的一个小人，他可以去敲钟，音乐，做音乐的时候可以敲。那么中间下面这部分
就是钟表，嗯，计时的，嗯，啊，那么这件钟表最有名的，是我们应该关注的，最应该关注的就是下面这个写字人。我们知道，在瑞士的钟表博物馆里有几个有写字人，那是瑞士的国宝，嗯，它的作者是雅克德罗。那么我们这一件这个钟表也是可以写字的，但是和瑞士钟表写字不一样，西方的钟表写字都是用笔、钢笔，对。然后它形成了在写字的时候是二维的，就是只是在平面上这么左右这么写。嗯。但是这件钟表不一样，它用我们中国的毛笔，你知道中国的毛笔是软的。嗯。然后它在写的时候呢，要笔锋要有提案，所以就形成了一个三维的一个演示动作，那么复杂，啊，非常要非常的精确。所以这件东西呢，有很多人说。这个写字人是西方来的，嗯，这个可以理解。它的原型最早来的就是西方来的，方来的对。但是它经过清宫里面的这个技术面的改造、嗯，那由钢笔就变成了毛笔，写成中国字，啊、写成中国字，嗯嗯。所以八方向画九土来往八个中国字。OK，、嗯、so this is actually very interesting. So you can see it's it's one is massive, right? So there's four layers to it. So at the top. Uh, the two figures at the top, they actually turn around and at certain times they actually pull out a scroll, and it will say something like "Long live the emperor." And the second layer, it's uh, that figurine can actually play the player symbols, and then of course there's the clock, and that's、um, by the Williamson family, who are very famous, and you can see their name inscribed there. And at the bottom, and this is the most important part, is、uh, a figurine, and originally they think that it used to have a pen. Right, writing in like Western script, and they've replaced it. It's been replaced. 到了这里之后，就是代替了是吧？变了是吧 ？So actually, once it arrived to to the Forbidden City, it the pen was replaced with a brush, and so you can see Chinese characters that the figure is writing. That's very interesting. 真的很漂亮。这件东西也是我们不能再出出镜的一个作品。So again, this one we will only ever see inside here. You will never see it outside. That I, I, I am very curious. Actually, there are so many, but after many years, you how did you sell it? Is it sold or is it sold? Yes. Actually, in the Qingdom, the sold is the sold. 我们更大部分的在清代宫廷，更大部分的钟表是通过花钱买来的。哦，所以清代那个时候已经开始买是吧？对，是贸易贸易，中西方的钟表贸易。OK， so that's 啊，因为那个时候也是已经是个博物馆吗？还是不是就就是就皇帝喜欢的啊。OK， so this is actually very interesting. So I kind of always thought that all of these clocks are given as gifts by foreign officials. Um. You know different leaders and stuff, but apparently the emperor during the Qing Dynasty, Qing Chao, the emperor from the Qing Dynasty, he just really, really loved clocks, and so they actually started to buy them from all across the world. Ah, this one, then, ah, this, this, with, with other, just not the same. Yeah, yeah, you found it. Ah, because this, this, this piece, these things, are all we, this, China, itself, produced. Ah, its territory is China's Guangdong. 啊、所以在清代的时候，广州是中国钟表生产的一个非常重要的地方。嗯、那它生产的钟表呢，我们就叫叫广州，叫 Canton 呃 Clocks。嗯。那这些个这些个钟表有几个特点？那第一个特点呢，就是它的造型里面
融合了大量的西方的东西。嗯嗯。啊，你看，比如说下面的这个底座、底托这个部分，一看是明显的西方的文化的东西。对。但是呢，它又融合了广州或者中国自己的文化的部分。啊，那比如说这个珐琅，呃，彩色的珐琅，包括绿色的珐琅啊，包括蓝色的珐琅。但是蓝色的珐琅它也是来自于西方的。嗯。但是它接收了这种技术以后，然后进行改造。然后就变成了我们中国自己特色的一个地方产品，那么就是这个在这个透明的珐琅上要加加装饰一层一层的花纹，所以也看起来这个很这个珐琅很厚，然后层一层一层的花纹叠在一起，你感觉以后非常繁繁华的繁荣的这种这种形式，这是一个广州的一个特点。所以这是很典型的一个广州的广州的一个特色。Um, these are all from Guangzhou, so in China, south of China. And uh, what's so special about these is because they're made in Guangzhou and they, they put together a lot of different styles. So you can see at the bottom here, it's a very typical Western style um, with the fleur-de-lis from France, etc. And you can see they've, they made it very uh, luxurious, right? It's a very exquisite piece with a lot of colors, a lot of the little crystals, a lot of gold, a lot of ornaments, a lot of details. So you can see the whole thing is for the production. So it has to take care of the quality production. Ah, <laughs> okay, so there are some of them, like this one actually, and, and a couple of others, they have like a chi very Chinese-style pavilion on the top, plus a lot of Western features, so altogether it's a very interesting mix. So we say that Guangzhou is the most important part of the Chinese culture, the most important part of the Chinese culture. This is Bolo. This is a very interesting part of the Chinese culture. 因为在广州的生产的这个钟表里面，大量使用了这种菠萝花的这种装饰，啊，这种菠萝花的装饰呢挺有意思。但是，中广州生产的菠萝花，他认为是来自于西方的，是西方文化的一个、啊、一个典型的一个题材、啊。为什么会成成这样呢？我觉得往前推它的历史，就是说在明末清初，也就是在这个十六世纪啊，十六世纪十七世纪初，那个时候西方的传教士。到中国的南方，到中国南方，他们发现大量的在东南亚一带，在中国的南方在种植这个菠萝。嗯，它这个菠萝呢是很有意思的，然后他们就把它当做当地的一个重要的一个经济植物，然后画成图像，返回到欧洲。所以给欧洲的印象是这个菠萝就是中国的或者是东方的啊，这个形态。啊，那个那个时候呢，在整个的西方就出现了很多以菠萝为装饰的各种艺术造型，包括建筑啊，对，包括雕刻呀，包括什么大量的装饰，那么就形成了一个很有特色的一个装饰题材。那么这些装饰题材呢，在西方我认为它可能是一个认为是东方化的东西。那个时候也是就这个异异国或者是这个其他的地方的这个文化，它很重视，啊，很有意思的。然后把它变成了一个异国情调的东西啊！但是呢，他们这个东西到中国以后，中国就认为它是纯西方的。从这个食物到了西方的氧化，变成艺术的一部分，然后呢，传回到这个东方，东方又认为它是西方的。对，所以我们
在很多的有关学习西方的这些艺术的造型里面，就会把它当做西方的一个部分来体现。Uh, okay. 这是一个特别有意思的现象。<笑>对对，就是 Wow, that's so interesting. Okay, so this is very very funny actually. So you see these these pineapples. Um, so around the 16th century, when the when Westerners were coming across across China, especially South China,、um, they they Noticed that there were actually a lot of pineapples around, you know, Southeast Asia and, and, and China and stuff, and so they actually brought them back to the West with them. And then when they started to make、uh, clocks, they thought that these pineapples were a very typical Chinese fruit or a very typical Chinese decoration. And so they actually created clocks with this as a decoration, sent them to to China. At the same time, the Chinese. Thought that this must be a very typical Western decoration, and so when they started copying or, or making their own versions, they started to add this in as a Western-style decoration, and that's a very actually interesting cross cross-cultural miscommunication, which you don't see that much, right? So wow, I've really learned a lot. Today, I've learned a lot. So, 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 so,
Hello everyone and welcome back to the Discover China livestream. We're right here in the middle of the Forbidden City. I'm with my very good friend, Miss Tan, mm -hmm. who's a very professional and experienced guide here at the Forbidden City and she's showing us around the, this incredible place. So, what else can you tell us about where we are right now? 那我们现在所在的地方呢，它是一个狭长形的这个广场。呃，它呢，在这个的功能上非常的重要，因为它区分了这个外朝和内廷。Ah, mm. so we're on this very interesting square, actually. It's not even a square, it's actually a rectangle. Yes. Right? It's longer than it is deep. Um, but what it does, this serves a very important function of dividing the outside and the inside. Yes. So that means the emperor and his family would have been in the inside, right? Living in the inner in the court. Ah, yes. okay. And then actually, when, I, when we were walking up here, I mm -hmm. spied these two lions. What can you tell me about them? Because they're very impressive. Ah,那这个狮子它其实有一点啊，一般人都发现不了的，就是你看它的肚子这个地方是有一个款式的啊，它上面写的是大清乾隆年造啊，这个呢也是揭示了它的这个制造的这个年代。Ah, okay. So this very fierce and magnificent beast. Actually, if you look closely on its uh, upper belly, on its chest, you can actually see it says. Um, what does it say again? 大清乾隆年造大清乾隆年造 And that means that it was built, it was made in the era of the Qianlong Emperor. Is yes, that correct? Yes. Okay, that's very interesting. Mm -hmm. But I love, I mean, it just looks so fierce and imposing, <laughs> yes. doesn't it? Yes, they very are. Very awesome. Oh, is that? That's interesting, because mm -hmm. they've got Chinese, Mandarin Chinese letters, mm -hmm. and I... Is that Manchu? Yes, yes, there are Manchu characters. Now,你知道,其实清代它是一个满族统治的一个朝代嘛,所以呢,在这个紫金城的很多门匾上,它往往是有满文和汉文作为对照的。Ah, okay, so, as we say, this is Mandarin on, on the left-hand yes, side yes. and Manchu on the right, because in what year was it that they came over? Uh, 1644. So in 1644, um, the Manchu Empire began. Wow, this is a site that you really have to be, be here to really feel it. This <laughs> yes. is incredible. Look at this. I really feel like like the emperor here. Oh, definitely.这个这条路其实在古代就是这个皇帝御用的一条路。Only <laughs> him, right? Yes, yes. So actually, where I am right now, where we are right now, is where only the emperor. Would have been able to walk. Yes. Now, his his family, uh, his family, uh, 包括他的大臣，他其实是走在这个下面这两侧的这个外面。Ah. So only the emperor, not even his his kids, no, would have been allowed on here. Wow, that's really something. Really feels. 对，那我们现在面前看到的呢，就是乾清宫。那这个乾清宫，呃，在明代它是皇帝的寝宫。那后来呢，变成了名义上的寝宫。这个是因为从雍正时期开始，啊，雍正皇帝就把寝宫的位置移到了养心殿。Ah, okay. So in front of us is the Palace of Heavenly Purity, the Emperor's residence, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and actually in Yongzheng, the em Yongzheng Emperor's time, he mm. moved from here to the Hall of Mental Cultivation. Yes. So you can really see what he's trying to do there, right? <laughs> okay. Very interesting. 没错，那其实那个养心殿呢，它因为从二零一五年开始就在维修，啊，到现在呢还没有修好。哦，哇！等它修好了，你一定要再来回来再看看。Okay, and you'll take us, right? Uh, yes. Okay, great. So she tells me that the um, the place where the Emperor Yongzhen moved to, the Hall of Mental Cultivation, that's been under renovation for seven years right now, mm -hmm. and she very generously invites us back yes, to come please. and visit. <laughs> 
好，呃，那我们现在看到了这个呃前清宫的这个里面啊、uh, ，There's a large plaque over there.、Mm -hmm. so、can you read them, the the characters? 整大光明。Yes, you got it right. <笑>那它呢？正大光明，它其实是一个成语啊，它象征的是这个内心的一种呃呃正直和光明。嗯。Ah,、uh, okay. So you see that plaque on the back, then the big letters. That is a Chinese idiom that basically says、um, "upright and pure of heart." Yes, right. That's a very impressive、uh, plaque. 嗯，那这个正大光明匾它还跟我们清代的一个呃有意思的这种传位制度是相关的。那跟我们呃大家熟悉的这个英国的传位制度不一样，在清代的时候，雍正皇帝呢他建立了秘密立储制。这个秘密立储制呢不会向所有人公布他的继承人，而是把继承人的名字写在纸上，然后一式两份，一份呢皇帝随身携带，一份呢就放在了正大光明匾的后面。啊、对。那等到以后皇帝去世了之后呢，他们啊，这个官员们就会把这个两张纸拿出来对照，然后拥立下一任的皇帝登基。Oh, wow, that's pretty interesting.、Mm -hmm. Ah, okay, so that's very, very interesting indeed.、Mm -hmm. Actually, that's what I love about having a experienced professional like you、uh, guiding us. So what she just told me is that the plaque behind the plaque itself was a box. Um, with the name written by the Emperor Yongzhen、mm -hmm. of his next chosen successor.、Yes. So unlike in the traditional royal family、uh, line of succession, where the oldest son、mm -hmm. automatically becomes the emperor or the king,、mm -hmm. um, Emperor Yongzhen uses uses very special method where he had one name up there and one name on his person. And so when he passed away,、mm -hmm. uh, people would be able to find out who he'd chosen. Yes, that's very interesting indeed, yes, isn't it?、Yes. I think it's a very good way of keeping everyone, you know, on their best behavior, right?、Yeah. So they're not like the sons aren't fighting for power. Yes, yes. 那我们现在来到了这个地方呢，就是交泰殿啊，就是我们眼前这个方形的这个小殿。Ah, wow!、Mm. Look at this. It's called the Hall of Union, isn't it? 对 ，actually looks a little bit like the. 中和殿的 Hall of Central Harmony。啊，他们的这个形制长得很像，功能上呢也有一定的对应。啊，那这个交泰殿呢，就是在皇后进行亲蚕礼之前，他在这里检查他要用的这个工具的一个地方。Ah, I see. So this looks a little bit like the、uh, central hall that we said, Hall of Central Harmony that we、yes. saw earlier.、Mm -hmm. And actually, the use, the functions are a little bit similar as well with the、um, offering sacrifices and Um, and inspecting agricultural implements,、mm -hmm. right? And what's what's special about? I see these two big things in in the inside. What are they? 嗯，那他们其实都是计时器。啊，你看到这一侧的呢是铜壶滴漏。啊，啊，就是 water clock、uh。-huh. 然后这一侧呢是来自西方的大字明钟。Ah, okay. So on this side, there's a very big, very big ancient water clock, Chinese water clock. And on the other side. There is a Western-style clock, right? Yes, a mechanical clock. Mechanical clock. Okay, that's very interesting. So ornate. Look at the decoration. That's <laughs> incredible. You 再看看这个中间这些黄色的这个像小笼子一样的，其实呢是放宝玺的地方。啊，当时呢在交泰殿存放了二十五枚的宝玺。Ah, okay. So that's interesting. So what she just told me is that. Those are actually imperial seals. Yes. Right. How many of them? Twenty-five. Twenty-five.、Mm -hmm. And what's so significant about the the 
25, the number 25. Uh, so there are two reasons. The first reason is the Qianlong Huangdi said that the Qianlong Okay. Ah, so that, that number 25 is very special in Chinese culture, mm -hmm. right? And there are two reasons as to why the number 25 was chosen. One is that the emperor at the time, he hoped his dynasty would last as long as the Eastern Zhou's dynasty, mm -hmm. which was 500 years, right? Yes. Across 25 uh, reigns. Yes. Which is, that's incredibly that's long. That's the longest right? like, uh, that, uh, in Chinese history, yes. right? So I guess he was trying to imitate that. The other theory then is that um, in Chinese mythology mm -hmm. there is yin and yang. Yes. Right. And for um, on the, 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 the odd numbers, one, three, three five, five, seven, seven nine, nine of yang, yes. they add up to twenty-five together, right? Yes. And so these are the two reasons behind this. Mm -hmm. That's very interesting. But I guess I guess we'll never know. Right? But you know now. <laughs> 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 but I mean, because because these things happened so long ago. Yes. It's 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 kind of it's very interesting because we're kind of making educated guesses, right? Mm -hmm. And like peering and guessing into history. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of it's a little bit sad that we'll never really know the truth, right? Mm, yeah, yeah. But I guess that's why you're exactly. researching mm -hmm. so much, and I'm hoping that you'll come up with more discoveries oh, for us okay, next time. Thank you. Uh, uh -huh. Ah,昆宁宫它在明代的时候是皇后的寝宫。啊，到了清代呢，它的这个功能上发生了一些变化。啊，它呢成为了这个萨满教的一个祭祀的一个场所。Ah, so actually was a residence of the empress during the Ming Dynasty and became a place for shamanistic kind of worship in the Qing Dynasty. So also the palace also hosted a a bunch of. Uh, hosted some of the wedding ceremonies for several emperors. Is that right? Ah, so that's actually the um, on their wedding night they would have spent the yeah. evening there. Yes. Ah, huh, very interesting. Yeah, it's very unusual now that you mention it because normally these the door of the palaces are right in the middle, right? Yeah. And they're massive. Mm -hmm. And this one's fairly small and actually on the side. 对, Why is that? 那这个其实是一个满足特色的一个建筑, 它叫做口袋房, 它的特点就是门开在侧面, 而且很小, 这样呢就能够防止这个风的灌入, 可以起到一个保温的效果. Ah, okay, so as she says, it's a very uh, typical Manzu architecture design. And because the door is small and on the side, it actually helps from preventing winds from getting inside yeah. the uh, palace itself. Yes. That's very interesting. Mm -hmm. 那接下来呢，我们就往这个御花园走。Ah, great! I'm really looking forward to this garden. All right, then we'll see you guys in a couple of minutes.
Welcome back, everyone. We're in the Forbidden City in the Imperial Gardens. So, Miss Tan, what can you tell us about here? 那这里呢，就是御花园嘛。那它的功能呢，其实就是为了呃皇帝和后妃们有一个生活上休闲娱乐的一个地方。Okay, so Miss Tan tells us that this imperial garden was just for the imperial family、mm-hmm. to rest and relax. And I can really understand why, because it's a hot day today, and we're here, and I feel cooler immediately. 对，因为这里有很多的树嘛。Many yeah, trees there. So many trees, and they're very beautiful as well. 没错，而且这里的树其实很多都有一定年纪了，好多的树它们都已经是一百多年以上的树了。Wow. Okay, so a lot of these trees are over a hundred years old. 嗯哼，那比如我们现在看到的这一棵呢，它叫做连理柏，它其实就是三百岁以上的树。Three hundred years old. Yes. Okay, so this tree, this very special tree, it's called the Lilian Lilian cypresses. It's over three hundred years old, and there's something very unusual about it. Can you tell us about it? 对它呢，其实是两棵树，然后呢，在中间呢合成了一棵。So if you look closely, it's actually two trees in one,、mm-hmm. right? So it starts as two trees, and at the top, around around a couple of meters up, it starts to meld into one. And actually, it's not just a trick. Of the imagination, because if you walk up close to it, you actually see the details. It really has melded、yes. into one tree.、Mm-hmm. That's absolutely incredible.、Mm-hmm. What's this? We can see this temple. It's called the Qin'an Temple. So this is the Hall of Imperial Peace. Ah,、uh, Qin'an Temple. It's actually the temple dedicated to the Emperor of the East, Zhen Wu. Ah, so this one's very specific because it's、um, the northern. God, god of uh the god of the north in Taoism. Yes,、right? yes. 然后其实有的时候呢，皇帝也会来到这边去进行一些这个宗教的活动。Ah,、mm. okay. And so the emperor himself would come here to worship sometimes. Yes. 啊，我们现在就是走出了这个清安殿的区域。嗯。Ah, this is nice, huh? Very, very nice. Wow! You in this place? Is it not? You see two small rooms. Ah, there's two pavilions here. Yeah. Okay. 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 What's this very very interesting piece? Ah, we're in front of this. It's called the Dui Xiu Shan. It's made of Taihuang stone. It's a stone-cut stone. When it's Chongyang Day, the emperor will come to this place to look high. Okay, so this very impressive structure is actually man-made, and it's made of Taihuang stone. Correct. And Um, on special occasions, particularly the Double Ninth Festival,、mm-hmm. the emperor and his family would come here to actually climb to the top. Yes, is that correct?、Mm-hmm. Okay, so you know what? It's kind of sad, but this is it. This is the final stop on our journey. Oh no! Okay,、mm-hmm. but one final thing before we end:、What's、we've、that? got a whole bunch of questions from our viewers,、mm-hmm. and I would like to invite you to come and answer them. Okay, okay? so here we go. You. So, question one:、mm-hmm. How many rooms are there in the Forbidden City? 
OK， 那其实我们现在在紫禁城里大概还有八千到九千间的这个房间，但这里一定要就是说明的是，这个一个房间的概念跟我们现在的这个概念是不一样的。那在古代呢，四个柱子围合的一个空间就叫一间，所以其实一个大的建筑里面，它可能是有很多间这个房间的。啊、uh, ，OK， so this actually this this answer is a bit complex. So there's between eight and nine. Thousand rooms in the Forbidden City. Now I know that's a very big number, but that's according to the old way of defining、Counting、rooms, the,、yes. right? Where before it would be anything with four pillars between、yes. it was counted as a room.、Mm -hmm. um, and I suspect from having walked around today, there's a lot of rooms, but not as many as eight or nine thousand in、mm. the modern sense. No, no. Right? No. Okay. And then here's another one, and this is really for you. Besides the places that we've been today,、mm -hmm. what are your personal recommendations? Okay, my personal recommendation would be、uh, the Gallery of Ceramics. You can see a lot of portraits and ceramics there, and also the Gallery of Treasures. You can see jade, a, a ruby, safaris,、wow. all kinds of shining things <laughs> over there. Yeah, that's my、uh, recommendation. Okay, fantastic.、Mm -hmm. Well, look. I'm. I remember that you invited us earlier. Yes. And I really am looking forward to seeing you next time and seeing your、oh, personal recommendations.、Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for everything, and thank you viewers for everything too. See you next time. See bye you. Bye bye. Bye.